you for the host, Bub Drum. <laughs> what is up, everybody? This is Season 2, Episode 3 of the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast. We meet here on Mixer every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the audio goes up the following Monday for your eardrums. Pleasure or displeasure. It's kind of up to you. But yeah, I am your host, Bub Drum, joined by my lovely co-host, the DS Claw. What's good, everybody? What's happening? Lots, lots of, lots of, yes. lots of kind of big, big stuff this week, man. Was not expecting it. DS Claw, thank you for the host. So kind. But yes, oh, no lots of stuff, lots of stuff, man. It's uh, just in general, regardless of gaming news and gaming and stuff like that going on. It was just a busy week for me, man. I was dealing with a uh, a kid with a ear infection and a little pneumonia. Mm. So that was mm. not pleasant. And this was the first time she's ever had done a breathing treatment with, I think it's a albuterol. Okay. So, yep. you know, put the little breathing machine on. She's all like, you know, doing that stuff, man. But for like two to three hours after she has that, she is unleashed. That kid is like off the chain on another level. Like she cannot be contained. It's, it's ridiculous because it's, I, I believe it's a, a, somewhat of a steroid. So, yep. um, you can't stop me, dad. I mean, she, I mean, dude, it was ridiculous. She is just, she, man, <laughs> man, tell you what, it was, it was crazy. But we've been dealing with that in the household this week. But she's on the mend, so nice. she's out. Yeah, she's running around being crazy, doing stuff, and harassing her daddy. So I know she's feeling better. <laughs> so, but yeah, work's been busy, man. Uh, house stuff's been busy, but yeah. How about you? A lot the same. Uh, work is kicking my ass. Things have ramped up. Uh, getting a little for cereal and... and uh, trying to wade through that but right now uh as far as the game front goes i've been doing i've been hooked on terraria like heroin dude i've been chasing really? the dragon hard this week okay. like bad okay and uh i did that i played resident evil 2 comes out today so i'm probably gonna download that <laughs> do it man do it and uh yeah so just chilling though for the most part dude chilling chilling for sure you're definitely chilling because you said it's cold as balls where you're at right now yeah i i had to bring a heater into the sound booth today oh, like man. usually hey. i i don't break weak but hey you gotta I can't do what you gotta do fingers. man yeah <laughs> you gotta do it man you gotta do it that's all there's to it man you know you can't be out there turning into a classical you know you don't want that we don't yeah, want that right it might make for good no. content but we don't want that <laughs> yeah. we get one good show out of it that's right well or at yeah. least until yeah. spring it's, yeah <laughs> it's kind of limited returns on that but you know it could propel propel the show to, to fame <laughs> be, with my least, co-host the popsicle uh, the popsicle exactly <laughs> uh good stuff good stuff but yeah i've been um I haven't well with the ticket. I haven't had a chance to play a whole lot this week. Uh, when I have, it's just been Ring of Elysium um, here and there. Uh, but I also started playing a mobile game, which we don't talk about the mo- mobile games we play too often. I know you've you've mentioned some previously. I can always screw up the name of it, like How to Build a Boat or something like that. Yeah. Um, that uh, you have to build a boat. Yep. Have to build a boat. Okay. Um, 
Uh, but I have always been a fan of, and this is like I think the fourth entry in this this mobile game series, um, called The Room. I don't know if you've heard of that series, The Room. Um, it's uh, is that like a puzzle kind of thing? Yep. It's yeah. A puzzle. Okay. Yep. That's exactly it. So, and there's story in it because you get like these letters that you read, and it's kind of filling you in kind of what's going on um, throughout the series. But uh, yeah, I got the the most recent one, which is the Room Old Sins. And dude, there's just something about those games. Like, if you want a good like, just sit down, just kind of chill out for a little bit. You know, you might be laying on the couch, whatever. And you want to like kind of figure some, you know, do some puzzle type games. It's the mm-hmm. way to go, man. It's the way to go. They're, they're just so good. Graphically, they're good. Uh, if you're listening through headphones, the audio is really good as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, simple, simple interface. You know, it's usually, you know, just there's no like gamepad controls or anything like that that are overlaid yeah. on the screen. It's just, you know, spin around, move up and down. You know, there's a latch on something, you kind of flip it and, you know, it does what it needs to do. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been digging that. It's been pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. And it might be quiet in here tonight because of a lot of things that are going on. Okay. Um, just in general, man, just because there, there is a game that is big title that's being demoed this weekend. <laughs> well let, let's get it right they're trying to demo it this weekend yeah there there are some issues i guess servers can't hang yeah i mean you know yeah we, we, we as as anyone's probably aware we are talking about anthem nightmare welcome buddy the blamer of claw nightmare that is 96. a hell of a moniker is, i love that it is, that's a good tagline man i like it <laughs> the Blamerful has arrived. Well, we just kind of got done through with the with the intro, man, a little bit. Just kind of talk about what we've been playing. Um, Klaus is saying he's been diving into Terraria. I've been playing uh, a mobile game called The Room Old Sins. I don't know if you're familiar with that series at all, but uh, big, I'm a big fan of the Room series. And uh dived in the latest entry into that. So, yeah. But there's lots of news, man, as you are probably quite aware. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now he says have to lurk a little, but still listening, watching Claw got the magnifying glass and crap. All right. Lurk away, man. I'm glad you you're stopping by to give us a listen, man, and hang out. But I guess we'll just get into it, man. I guess we'll just get into it. Let's just let's just get into it. We're gonna, you know we're just gonna ping pong. I know the notes, you know, in this format, but we'll just kinda Yep. About uh, that life. About that life. Alright, let's do this. <laughs> so first one thing comes to us from GameSpot. Uh, they have an article basically uh, coming, uh, speaking about Studio uh, MDHR, who, if you don't know, is the mm-hmm. creator and studio behind the smash hit Cuphead, which Sadistic is a, bastards. Oh, they are, they're <laughs> evil, pure evil with that game, man. I yes. still I, I still haven't beat it yet. It is on my list. I think I'm pretty, pretty close to it. I just I'm scared. Like, I know it's I know what lies ahead of me. And I don't it doesn't get face any it. better. Exactly. I don't want to face it. I, I stopped at King Dice. That's the okay. second to last boss. Like it's him and then it's Satan and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've beaten everybody else, but I just can't I can't fucking beat him and I couldn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know which one I had a, a a tough time with that I really didn't like was the um the mermaid one. Yeah. The she mermaid is rough. boss, man. I had a rough time with her. But it, you know, gratifying when you finally 
beater, right? Oh, when you finally do, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, throw the controller, talk yeah. shit at the screen. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. So, um, in this GameSpot article, they're basically saying that the uh, studio has yet to officially announce its next project, but uh, now producer and artist uh, Maya, I don't know if it's Maya or Maja Moldenhauer, has offered a cryptic tease. She said in a new video feature, I'm just really loving what we do, and the ideas we have for the next game are pretty epic. The entire feature is fantastic, and it offers a nice look behind the scenes. This is the, they're talking about the video feature they did. Uh, offers a behind the scenes of how Cuphead came to be and the studio culture surrounding it. So I'm going to go ahead and post this in chat. Uh, if you are interested, it is in there. Uh, going a little bit further. Back in June, uh, Moldenhauer told Game Reactor that the studio's next game will likely retain Cuphead's hand-drawn 2D style, but the genre, the era, and the gameplay may change, which is cool. I love the art style. I love the art style and the mm -hmm. everything about that art style. I mean, it's fantastic looking and just beautiful. Um, she also said that uh, she acknowledged that Studio MDHR's next title might be different and refreshing as it relates to difficulty. Okay. Also, if you didn't know already, uh, the Delicious Last Course, which is Cuphead's expansion, is due this year. It's supposed to come out <laughs> yeah. this year, and it, uh, it's introducing, oh, what's the female uh, protagonist now in that? Uh, Chalice. Miss Chalice it. or something like that? Yeah, Miss Chalice. Yep, Chalice. Yep. Uh, it's introducing her as well as more weapons and bosses. So be on the lookout for that. I, would, I can't <sighs> wait to see what they come out with next, man. I really can't. I loved I loved Cuphead. Mm. I loved the music in that game. The music is phenomenal. Um, the art style is just so good. And this yeah. was just it was just a runaway success. Like they just and this is what it's about. Well, I said it last week. This is what I lo want want to see from all indie studios, right? I want them to have these runaway successes, right? Their their entry into the into the market or whatever, and they just kill it. Yeah, you had them. Then you had Celeste made a hell of a killing. Um, you know, those titles came out swinging and I'm excited for the DLC. I, I've played a lot of rage quitters on stream and I've luckily made it through without like completely losing my shit or completely losing my composure. Cuphead is probably the closest I have come, uh, to having like a flat out meltdown on fucking <laughs> on stream. Dude, I, I know, I know, man. The fucking game. Oh my god. No, man. I was. But it is good. It keeps me coming back. Like I get pissed off. I got to put it down for five minutes, so that I can go again. Yeah. No. You're exactly. That's exactly how how it is, man. It's just. It's because, there's something again touching on the art style of those bosses. It's like. Mm -hmm. They just antagonize the shit out of you, man. Like it's just their <laughs> mannerisms and their facial yep. like you just like, oh my god. And it's there's no way like the the thing that they really nailed as far as mechanics wise, at least for me, is it seems like when you die, it's not that the game cheated or like the hitbox was fucked up on something and and like you got screwed and you shouldn't have. It's like a straight up, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, do better. I, I dodged. I shouldn't have dodged. <laughs> I need to get. I need to get good, man. Yeah, it's one hundred percent it, man. That's one hundred percent it. And um, yeah, can't speak speak highly enough for that that game. Even though I'm afraid of it, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, 
what else do we got here? So we talked about we talked about music in Cuphead. So this is good. This is a good segue into another music related thing. So as we have on this show many times spoken about, or spoke spoken spoke, spoke. discussed I, right, right. discussed aha, aha. <laughs> discussed our love of the 2016 version of Doom. Oh God, yes, and. How fan- I know I've gushed like on I've said it on Twitter I believe I've talked about it on the show many times like I'm like super f- fanboy because I am a musician sometimes haven't really been <laughs> better thing. <laughs> Coop says I missed the starting so let's start over. Uh, <laughs> this will be available video on demand after the stream. <laughs> Mixer.com slash Fresh Gaming. <laughs> So um, we but yeah we we've discussed that and I've been like I sought out who who did the music for it and it's a gentleman named Mick Gordon. And I just started deep diving. He has his own YouTube channel and all this stuff, and I was just like, watch this like hour long behind the scenes thing about how he did the music for Doom. And I'm just like, this dude is a flipping music genius, man. Like he's talking about <laughs> how he's modulating sine waves to get like one layer of an effect on something and like he has he look it's like he was in his lab and he had all these like old <laughs> old freaking synths and stuff man and just tweaking knobs and stuff i'm like oh, dude dude this guy this guy is on another level and I'm, anyway fanboying out a little bit right now but that's okay so i missed this early january i guess he put up a video on his channel um basically stating just you know face cam talking it's like I have an idea. He's like, I'm getting ready to start recording the sound, the music for an upcoming game. Doesn't doesn't divulge what game it is. I can only hope it's for Doom Eternal. <laughs> That's all they can hope for. It's for Doom Eternal because he's saying he's putting an open call out for any heavy metal screamers to apply and send in a demo. Oh wow. Um, and the, there is a link if you want to watch it. Uh, copy link. Can I just copy it? Damn it. No, because that would be easy. Gosh darn it, man. Just just let me do the thing with the thing. Uh, copy. I'm going to try to put it in chat and see what happens. This could be a fail. If you want to check it out. Oh my god, I do not know what that is. Nope, that is definitely not it. That's the worst. Because the last thing I really want in life is to, uh, yeah. Hey, there we go. Jeez. Stupid program. There it is, in the chat, if you want to check it out. He wants to put an open call to a bunch of heavy metal screamers to come out here uh, in Austin, Texas, is where the studio is, and he wants to do a heavy metal choir for the music for part, some piece of music in this upcoming game. And I was like, this dude, he's like, and I don't think I don't believe it's been done before. He's like very like just matter of fact and he's just like, I think it's a pretty neat idea. I don't think it's been done before. Why not? <laughs> like, he's just so cool about it. And he ha- and he has and he has an accent too cuz he's I think he's um and I don't want to bastardize this one we are. I think he's Australian. I think he's Australian. I think. I could be wrong. I think he's Australian. It it, it happens. It's okay if you are. So he uh he put this out there and then apparently it went 
the, he had to update the YouTube description because the response was overwhelming. He got like thousands of submissions. It's like we got to close it out because they were going to go to <laughs> just stop. Just stop. <laughs> they're going to close it February first, and like after two weeks, it's like we're done. We we got enough. Like we can't take anymore. <laughs> so apparently, it's um they've already you know shortened the deadline. They're reviewing stuff. They will. You have to be able to get out to Austin, Texas, on your own dime. But it is a, the cool thing is it's a paying gig. Like whatever work you're putting in, you will get paid for it, and you will get that's credit. Dope. You will get credit in said title about the music. I'm like, that's awesome. That is pretty cool. So especially if it's Doom Eternal. <laughs> Let's think about it. Where else could a heavy metal choir go? <laughs> I, I dude, I got nothing for you. Exactly. Dude, it's got to yeah, be Doom Eternal. It has to be. Has to be Doom Eternal. I'm starting to feel like a fucking video game conspiracy theory guy. Like, I feel like I should walk around with a fucking tinfoil hat on. Dude, we talk about the tinfoil hat all the time, man. Because, like, on when we're doing fresh takes, like, we're coming up with conspiracy shit. When I'm DMing with, like, Nightmare, like, I'm talking conspiracy shit with Halo Infinite. Yeah. And then, like, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. This is this is what it's about. It's great. What does that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> welcome drink welcome, the kool-aid claw drink. drink the kool-aid <laughs> coop says i'm with you claw preach <laughs> that's, that's what we do Fuck. this is what it's about man but yeah so that that was that you know that's pretty cool so a little tidbit of of kind of something new hopefully going to doom franchise but we'll see what else do we got yo i'll let uh, you take this i'll let you take the second one because you are you are on the hype train for this game uh yeah. Let me open that real quick. I'll put, I'll put you on the spot, man. What? I uh, know it's okay. I it's never fine. have the Second links one. open. I oh. finally have the links open, and I'm putting you on. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Two. Uh, it's talking about coming out with two free DLC later on. Uh, for those of you that are the uninitiated, the remake has come out today, and it has gone live. So there's a good chance that one of your favorite streamers or favorite YouTuber is actually doing it right now and you could go check it out um so the game itself is going to be doing just it's a remake with slight slight additions and changes so you'll be able to either go as leon and then switch to claire or vice versa and then go through the through the playthrough and see a little bit different story kind of like what's going on as the other ones are doing what they got to do um with the dlc though i I, I'm kind of unfamiliar. What 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 was your take on it, Bob? Um, basically, the what I can see is it's going to be a um, a repeatable mode uh, mode uh, called Ghost Survivors, and it will be free, and it'll be released in multiple volumes. So. Uh, let's see. Re- uh, this cross references reset era details the announcement from Capcom's launch event stream. Ghost Survivors will release across three volumes. The first volume will include the mayor's daughter Catherine and a USS member named Robert Kendo as playable characters. The mode is also said to include at least one new enemy type that doesn't appear in the main campaign. To keep the mode fresh, I like their their use of the word fresh. Uh, <laughs> it will introduce random elements and an in-game shop that lets you purchase upgrades based on good performance in the challenges. That's pretty cool. 
Um, the RE2 remake will also support the bonus fourth survivor and tofu modes from the original, <laughs> giving you a little more to do after you've completed the main campaign. So hunk and tofu. And then, so it almost sounds like it's going to be a twist. Like they've redone and kind of reworked mercenaries mode. Uh, mercenaries mode was a mode that you could unlock later on after beating the initial campaign of resident evil. And you could go through and you could go through as, uh, any one of the three mercenaries that was in there. So it was like Carlos, Nikolai, and then I can never remember the other dude's name. It starts with the W, but it was like super German. And then, um, then you could unlock hunk and tofu and go through with them as well. Okay. Uh, and th that's a matter of you have so much time in order to get from point A to extraction. And you have to haul ass. And depending on who you pick, they have different weapon types, different ammo counts. And some of them don't have any weapons at all. Oh, wow. Like you have a, you have a knife and you've got to get through with the knife. <laughs> and it's intense. you got about like sounds, five minutes to, to roll. Intense. Coop says, can't wait to play this game. Yeah, it's uh, I'm so excited. It's yeah, I know you're you're you. I mean, I like I like Resident Evil. I, I, like, I like what's done with the horror survivor horror genre. It's kind of like one of the original ones. And um, I see why people get into it. I just never super got into it as much as I w as much as I wanted to. If that makes sense. No, I totally get it. What? So what's your go to horror genre then? Like in the horror genre. <sighs> I don't really do horror games that much, man. Like, probably it'd probably be like Silent Hill, like P or a PT sort of style game. Okay. Almost like a, a like a walking sim kind of horror type game. Not okay. necessarily. It's not everybody's gig, man. Yeah, I'm not talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, and I played a, quite a bit that I wasn't a fan of. Yeah, um, but I love Dead Space. Dead Space was a good series. I thought Dude, that that I, was a good horror game. I watched a buddy of mine play the first one. And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> way too many jump scares for me, bro. Way too many. I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't hang, man. I couldn't hang." Yeah, there's a couple times I had to pause that game and like get my breathing under control and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it's whew, yeah, that game was rough. Coop says, uh, oh, RE2 nice. was one of his free ones he got with his, probably one of his computer purchases, so. And it was all, he also says, my, my horror game was R Resident Evil on PS1. Yeah, that, nice. man, that was, that's old school, man. That's PS1 era. That was cutting edge then. So. Doom. 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 If you don't count Doom, man, Doom is so good. Gosh, listen, I could, I just talk about, I can just talk about Doom all, all day. 2016 you know the the one everybody talks about 2016 doom or they talk about the og doom nobody yep. really talks about like doom 3 no where the artwork was very different in that one it was um, it really and was. the way that, that it played was very different mm -hmm. uh, but i i did enjoy it that was one of those that like you could walk through the hallway they, they did a really good job with the jump scares and that like you walk through a hallway like 80 times you're like okay like it's safe this one spot like i know i can catch my breath and then we'll enter the bat again yeah and then, like, you go through it, and then all of a sudden, the fucking vent kicks off the floor, and you're like, "Oh my god, no!" There was <laughs> there was one jump scare in, uh, and I don't even know if it was. Well, it was obviously purposeful. They they programmed it in there, but I didn't. You know, usually I'm kind of like in the 2016. When I'm just kind of like, okay, it's when's it gonna happen? You know, I'm kind of always mm -hmm. in a in a mode of anticipation. There's this one man. I was streaming it, and they got me. They got me good. I can't. I can't remember what it was. I was, I was just like, oh god! I think I dropped my controller. It's like scared the crap out of me, man. 
Coop says, yeah, too bad Silent Hill can't get rebooted properly. I know, right? Canonical Bacon says, hey, welcome, Canonical Bacon, by the way. Speaking of OG Doom, isn't Sigil, John Romero's game company, releasing new levels for the original Doom February 2019? That is 100% accurate. Yes. I, I guess we, we should have reported on that. But, yeah, I, I remember hearing something about that, and then I never followed back up on it. <laughs> um, it actually has their he, – he did a – I don't know if you can say an ad campaign, but that's kind of the way it comes across a little bit is he's trying to direct some of the traffic over to Kickstarter and Patreon. Okay. But if you go on to YouTube, uh, he does have a video there that he kind of discusses some of that, uh, a little bit of the artwork changes and kind of what his thinking is or his vision is for the long haul. Nice. Nice. That's what's up. I'll have to check check that out a a little bit further then. And probably to Canonical Bacon's, uh, not chagrin. Chagrin's not the word. Delight. It's a good fucking word, though. It is a good word. <laughs> Delight. Because we didn't have any Fallout seventy six news last week, and he made the canvas. <laughs> the, he made the canvas bag joke. So, oh wait, let's put that on pause. Canonical Big says I've met John Romero and taken a game design workshop he facilitated. Cool guy, although not as charismatic as you might imagine. Wow, that's really cool, man. That's awesome. Well, look. At you. So, when the fuck are we playing your game, Canonical? Yeah, Quit holding out. I'm like, exactly. I was like, when? Uh, <laughs> when's this coming out? Right? Like, do we? Uh, does Fresh Takes get you know VIP playthrough Boom. access for an event? You yeah. Know, a stream event. Come on, man. Don't hold out. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so Fallout 76. There is a uh, article on Segment Next that says rumor Fallout 76 could go free to play soon. Copies pulled from sh- from shelves. Cobain says oh, he's an arch- armchair dev. Aren't That's awesome. All? It's better than Aren't me, dude. All? Aren't better we all? Me. I'm a dev critic. So, I can't do so. I critique. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so Fallout 76 has had a rough launch, but no one really knew how bad the situation was until reports of the game possibly going free to play started surfacing. Mm. The news remains unconfirmed, but it looks like preparations for Fallout 76 going free to play are possibly underway. EB Games, one of the biggest video game retailers in Australia, is reportedly removing physical copies of Fallout 76 from its shelves. Uh, according to reports, EB Games has pulled new copies of Fallout 76 from its shelves. It is a distributor recall and has nothing to do with EB Games itself pulling the plug on Fallout 76. Wow. But, you know, uh, update. Bethesda came out in a statement and said, there's no truth to these rumors. <laughs> If there's no truth to them, why are they getting pulled, not by EB Games, by you guys from the shelves? I don't. That seems I, whatever they, they. It's going to take a while to earn some trust back. I didn't even get suckered into the game, but no, it's uh, it's one of those situations with everything on how they manage that. Like they're going to have to work pretty damn hard in order to like get any measure of media trust out of me again. Contaminated with salmonella. It's like a food recall. Coop, safe face for the people who paid. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, considering how poorly the game sold across the globe, going free to play may not be the worst of the ideas at the moment. Fallout 76 crashed and burned soon after its release, and Bethesda's blunders made matters even worse. Which, mm-hmm. as you all know, we. <laughs> We reported on quite a bit. <coughs> Covered in happening. depth. In depth, man. It was just, whew. It was rough. It was start, it's 
it was rough. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what that translates out to, Coop. He's yeah. saying that uh, means aggressive microtransactions. And uh, yeah, I think we'll see bigger pushes for the $20 Santa suit uh, in it <laughs> in no time at all. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, so that's your Fallout 76 briefing for the week. Rip. <laughs> I'll go make a post of rip. Truth. But anyway, moving along here, man, which we touched on. Well, since we you talked about Resident Evil, uh, the, the, the free DLC, let's uh, jump to the next Resident Evil topic. This comes to us from comicbook.com. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Comicbook.com. <laughs> Speaking of suits, digging the shirt claw. There it is. Keep it fancy. I had, I had to, yeah, I had to peek you out for the stream. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You got to do it. And I was thinking about making a thermos of coffee too, but I did not. I just decided it to get is some am- dude, I'm Diet Cherry dying Pepsi. Diet Cherry Pepsi. <laughs> Cherry Pepsi. Nice. Salute. Um, coming from comicbook.com, they are reporting a Resident Evil TV series is in the works at Netflix. The latest chapter not- in the Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Not the worst thing that that I've heard. Uh, I'm actually really impressed with the kind of quality of stuff that Netflix is putting out. Oh, I remember when yeah. they first started putting out shows, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, is this going to be like a worse version of the sci-fi channel? Right, right. Because it's like that's like the home of B-movies. And it's okay. Like, I love B-movies. I love the shit out of oh, them. Yeah. So I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying it is the home of B-movies. And I was like, oh, shit. This is going to be like the C-channel. And if anything, it has completely blown out that, that deal. Like, I see something getting put on by Netflix. I actually get excited now. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Um there's been a lot of just really good Netflix originals that they've put out there. Series, uh, the uh, Haunting of Hill House was a really good one. If you like the scarier type TV series stuff, um, uh, the Santa. I Clark- loved all of the, yeah. I loved all the other shit that they did with uh, the Defenders. Like oh, yeah, I, all I loved Marvel all properties. That. Yeah, that was that was good. I was stuff. really bummed when they canceled them all. Yeah, uh, I need to watch Punisher season two. Apparently, that's out on Netflix right now. I need to watch that. Is it season three? I thought it was season two. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Still season one, Coop says. But what was oh, I was just going to say, oh, Santa Clarita Diet. That's a hilarious show if you ever want to watch it. I have watched it pretty good. Dude, it's so good. Drew Barrymore and, um, gosh, I always forget his name. I, I can it. never I remember actor. his name either. Yep. I always like that actor. I can never remember his name. The only thing I didn't like him in and he pissed me off in is when he played Agent 47. I can see that. He pissed me off. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, he he was Santa Clarita Diet was Diet was great, man. Is yeah, and uh, Bird Box just did a huge deal. Like that's like that was a global yeah. thing. Yeah, with how hard that hit. I still haven't watched it, but um, I haven't either. You know, MJ did. She said it was fucking great. So really, she doesn't really watch movies. So if she actually said oh, that. Wow. Then, then yeah, that's, that's, that's some that's pretty speaking. high praise. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's saying something. <laughs> Uh, but let's go to this uh, this this article here a little bit too. Uh, with the latest chapter in the franchise set to hit consoles tomorrow, the highly recommended Resident Evil 2, fans were wondering what could be next for Capcom. Well, how about a television series? True that. Um, but we... 
Yeah, we all know that. Uh, the series is set to be a Netflix global original and will have German production and distribution company Constantin Film behind it. That's pretty good. That's a pretty big name. I've seen their their name a lot on on films and TV stuff. So, it's spoken in the past about rebooting the series, and it looks like bringing it to the on-demand services the direction that it's ta- is that it's taking it. Thus far, a showrunner for the Resident Evil series hasn't been named, but the report indicates that a search is underway. No word yet if Paul W. S. Anderson, the director that was involved with the movies, excuse me, is being considered. Uh, the report goes on to say the series will explore the dark inner workings of the Umbrella Corporation and the New World Order caused by the outbreak of the T virus. It's also expected to include signature elements from the series, including action sequences and Easter eggs, based on what uh, Deadline says. So that's another uh, cross-reference article. Um, blah 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 blah. Thank you, Coop. That's his name, Timothy Oliphant, the actor in Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, oh, keep in mind, Netflix hasn't officially confirmed the series just yet, but the report seems pretty solid. Well, let's see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That's I could get behind it. I, I personally would like them to kind of get away from what's going on in the movies because the movies are getting to think of it this way. I, I'm, I'm entertained when I go, but yeah. it's getting to where it's like super I don't know it's like super sized everything at that point it's extra yeah it's it's, it's too extra, extra. extra. <laughs> just like fuck man like the liquor in the end of I think what was the I think it was the last one they were standing on the, the barricade around the White House yeah and there was a fucking liquor that was like the length of a school bus glued to the side creeping yeah. up and I was like oh come on yeah 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 come on I, uh, I need I need my zombies a little bit more believable. Exactly. <laughs> Coop says been impressed with Netflix originals. Yeah, so have I man. And he him and his wife watch uh watch Santa Clarita Diet. It's really good, man. It's so it's it's hilarious. Um and I'm kind of a spoiler, but not a spoiler. One of our favorite people's in it, man. Um and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Dear God, I'm doing the worst. The voice of Cade, the um Nathan, not Nathan. Um, yeah, is it Nathan? Who's the voice of Cade Six in Destiny? I yeah, know this. Uh, oh shit! Something Fallon, right? Uh, Nathan Fillion. Fillion, that's it. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Man, I'm 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 not on my yeah. game tonight, man. I love I love that dude. He's some yeah. good shit. Yeah. So he's he's in that show. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Worth watching. Hmm. So good. What else we got here? What else can we tie into stuff? Uh, let's talk about some Master Chief Collection news. Yes, this coming Big from. Ups. Yeah, I know. Where's Where's Nightmare? <laughs> That's right, Coop. Thanks for yeah. You gotta keep us honest, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> this coming from uh, Gamatsu. Exciting Halo: The Master Chief Collection news teased for South by Southwest 2019. So, 343 Industries will announce some exciting Halo, the Master Chief Collection news during the Halo Championship Series Invitational at South by Southwest 2019 from March 15th to 17th, the company teased. If you're not able to make it to the event itself, be sure to tune into Mixer and Twitch each day at 12 p.m. Central, reads the Halo Waypoint News Post. Not only will we be treated to amazing matches and gameplay, but we've also got some exciting Master Chief Collection news to reveal during the show. Okay, you hear the crinkle? Crinkle, 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 crinkle. That's the tinfoil hat being constructed. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle. 
all right, tinfoil hat, it's on. Okay, let's get going. But it says, <laughs> not only will you be treated to amazing magic gameplay, we've also got some exciting Master Chief Collection news to reveal during the show. It's a very short article. That's about all they say in it. That's why I'm putting the tinfoil hat on. Yeah, if it's that tight-lipped, it's going to be about infinity, uh, infinity and some I. I don't think so. Well, there, well, there was discussion about that, and then there was also discussion that it was going to go to play anywhere. Um, so that could be that could be some pretty epic news for PC players uh, to actually get in on that. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, I would think. Because oh, Canonical Bacon says, please bring MCC to the PC. Yes, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Because they specifically said there's some big news coming to the Master Chief Collection. Yep. Now, what that... So that means they're adding something or doing something with that existing title, right? Mm-hmm. It's not... And we already know Halo Infinity, that's a separate title. That's not Yep. Halo... It's going to be you know Halo 6 right. kind of thing. Yep. So Coop says, only want new Halo news. It will be released with new Xbox. Maybe. That's a good call. Could be a console exclusive. Uh, Kanonga Bacon says, MCC needs to be preserved, accessible on a sustainable platform for generations to come. True. PC is the way to do that. Now, per, I read this earlier today, per a Devolver digital um, survey or some data they pulled, PC is the number one place to play games based on what they've seen. Like PC has like skyrocketed as the place to, for people playing games. And that's what uh, developer digital has seen based on this data that a lot of developers are now going to start focusing on PC as well as a platform to develop their title on, not just consoles, which is great. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And, and I think it's been a long time running and Microsoft themselves have been talking about getting back into the market. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been pushed in PC worth the shit at all for years. So, well, it could be a good move. That'd be a good flagship to get back in the arena. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, what could this mean? Yeah, Master Chief Collection coming to PC. Could it also mean Master Chief Collection coming to PC and now it's a Play Anywhere title? So you have cross-progression between the two platforms. Hey, Kippy, welcome, man. So you play whatever, you, however far you progress on PC... We fire up your Xbox for the Master Chief Collection. That's where you're at, and vice versa. So, yep. um, that could be that. It could be. I'm trying to remember. Is <clears throat> is the Master Chief Collection an enhanced for Xbox One X title with the 4K I, HDR? I know Five is. I don't know if MCC yeah, is. Yeah, that could be another addition. That that, that is a uh, nightmare for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where is Night- Nightmare? Just come back in here. We got we got questions. He's our official About Halo. Halo. He's our official Halo guru. <laughs> but so, also, if they're going to get back in the ring and they use Master Chief to go back in, I wonder if that's really what the initiative is going to be focusing on. Is not necessarily Xbox titles, but play anywhere titles. It could be different. It could be different. That's a what's up, Kip? Sounds like a worthwhile initiative. <laughs> okay womp womp lame joke uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah totally that could that could be it so and since you you dropped the just got oh that's right go get that coffee brewing man oh god coop says new cortana <laughs> yep. I, I was gonna say some shit i was like as soon as it hits PC, there's oh gonna be nude god. mods like galore i'm gonna be running around and and uh 
combat evolved as fucking Samus in the bikini. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be like, this is the uh, Cortana waifu mod. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. But you mentioned initiative, so that'll take us into one of our bigger stories. This is big, guys. This is big. So, the senior level game designer. No, the senior, sorry, the senior level designer for the most recent God of War that Sony had exclusivity to joins the initiative. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a big hitter right there. That tells me Microsoft and the initiative are like, yo, Sony, we taking your talent. (laughs) Yep. Want to know why? Coming at that neck. Cause we got more money than you. Mm hmm. Not, 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 I'm not saying Xbox strictly. I'm saying Microsoft as a whole company versus Sony. I'm pretty sure Microsoft has more money than Sony overall, globally. I think, I think that's fair. I could be, you know, there could be, pull, someone pull some numbers for me. Let's fact check this. I could just be talking <laughs> out my ass. I don't know. So, let's see here. What is going on? I don't know what to make of that, man. I mean, a, a senior level designer from God of War, which has won and been praised as one of the best games of 2018. Some people have gone so far to say one of the best games of the decade. Uh, to pull that kind of talent in, now you need some of the talent pulled into that for story writing, right? That's, yeah. that's the next big Okay, you have, you have a senior level designer that can design levels and all that stuff beautifully perfectly execute executes awesome now i need someone with that be able to either reinvigorate a franchise which is what uh cory barlog who is the director uh lead director for god of war series or the god of war the most recent god of war who did the the no cut camera which is what gives it that whole special feel um you need someone with that kind of creativity drive. I mean, it took him five years to make this game to make God of War. So, yeah, I don't know. They've been poached with oh, some of the biggest names and I, I've been trying to pull it up. I can't, I can't seem to find where I can't seem to find his Twitter deal, but that's not the only big ass title that he worked on. He worked on God of War. He worked on a few of uh, like very notable titles, AAA titles. So yeah. he's a seasoned vet with 13 years of experience running into this. Yeah. Um, he's no chump. Yeah. So they just need to scoop up a couple more people uh, with the ability to tell a story and to create a world that way with dialogue and, 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 and make it immersive that way. Uh-oh. We lost Claw. Oh, snap. Okay, we got your audio. I don't know what happened to your camera, bro. I decided to say no. Oh, my gosh. Adulting is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we got... Oh, we got it back. There we go. What the fuck? What happened there, man? That was weird. 
That was Satan. Satan happened. <laughs> Kanalkovic says, sounds like Microsoft <clears throat> is desperate for something. <laughs> God damn it, Kip. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Microsoft is desperate for some winning IP for Xbox. Although I find the Xbox a hard sell with the play anywhere philosophy, unless you already have a collection of backwards compact games slash exclusive games. Good. Very true. Very. I mean, that, that's been the, the number one gripe with, with Microsoft, right? Is is good, uh, compelling, exclusive IPs. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, every, I love my Xbox, love Microsoft, I'm a Microsoft fanboy. But so, Sony trumped them on that, this this console generation. They just did. It is what it is. Um, where Sony trumped them on exclusives, Microsoft trumped Sony on services. Right. So, Kibby says <laughs> he didn't pay the bills again. Claw, pay your bills. I know. Oh, my gosh. Make it rain. So we'll see. We'll see what else comes with the initiative, man. I mean, I'm 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 excited. That kind of has me hyped up a little bit. See what they're doing over there. I'm sure it'll be a big a big reveal when it does happen. Without a doubt. Oh fuck me. Sorry, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking bullshit news. Oh man. Ubisoft is changing the ending of its controversial Shadow Heritage DLC in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So they'll be changing it so that oh, it'll yeah. be. I have that in the notes. Oh, do you? I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I added it. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. They're. Cha- I was gonna. I was gonna be the next one I went to. Man, <laughs> go for fucking it. Fucking cocksuckers. It. No, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, no, man. You got it. It's gonna be this a slur your, of fucking this, expletives, dude. This is this is your fresh take. I love it. This is great. <laughs> it doesn't get fresher than that. I just read this shit. So it's saying uh, expansion force players into a heterosexual relationship to become a parent. Spoilers might be. And then, uh, yeah. Brum. So how are they going to change it? Like what's, what are the, it's going to be a fucking award. Get the fuck out of here. No, I think it's this kind of, it's this kind of shit. Like this, it, it pisses me off because creatively, right? We go, we create a game, we create a film, we create content. Whoever it is, they create content and then it's put out into the world. And then because it doesn't align with somebody else's personal like ideals, beliefs, opinions, or just their fucking whim of that moment, as long as they can create enough of a fucking ass hurt steam behind it, they can get people to cave and, and change. Change like whatever that content was or or guilt them into making a public apology about something that... that it, it, I don't know why that that would be a big fucking deal. And the fact that it has to be, it has to be like either way is, is ridiculous to me. Like literally in that game, I have fucked most of fucking Greece, dude. <laughs> Whether it was chicks, dudes, I didn't give a shit. I threw down like she's probably got something at this point. Cassandra, I love her to death, but she thinks with her groin more than she thinks with her brain. As far as that game goes. But that's not enough. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, this is the best. Sorry. Oh no, that's, don't, that's don't, my don't fucking opinion, man. <laughs> this, is, this is the best. Oh god, this is so good. This is what we oh. need. We need a claw rant every show now. This is the best. Shit. So catching up on chat, <laughs> Kippy says, "Initiative working on a new fable. I think it's been confirmed. Playground Games, who does Forza series, is doing the new fable." I believe. 
Uh, Canalco Bacon says, I'm not knocking the Xbox. Technically, it's a great platform, but I need a reason to invest in one again. I haven't had one since I got rid of my 360 a few years ago. I understand that. And MCC is not a good enough reason, sadly. Understand yeah. that, too. Fair. Uh, Cube says, coffee is a good idea. Got lots of building to do. I'm assuming he's talking about his Minecraft stuff. Yeah, that thing's uh, insane. Saying, <laughs> Coop's, Coop, Coop says, speechless, laugh out loud. Uh, in reference to Claw's uh, fresh take on the whole Assassin's Creed kerfuffle. Uh, Kibi says, rumor never heard it's actually confirmed. Okay, Kibi, good good deal, good deal on that. Um, so the Assassin's Creed thing, man, yeah, so they're, they're, they're patching it to, I guess, allow a choice instead of it being, like, hard written to the story that this is what's going to happen. And, and I, I see your side of it. Let's take the soul, let's take... Uh, Let's take the social, you disagree with socially how this is or whatever. I'm just looking at it straight from a, from a gameplay mechanic, right? This is the Assassin's Creed Odyssey that was a lot of decision-based. You had full agency over every decision your character pretty much makes in that game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so for this DLC, and then we touched on a little bit last week, so just from that that perspective, it's contrary to what the game has been thus far. Now, you don't have to like that. You don't have to like that as a player. This is what the developer of <coughs> the studio has created, right? This is the DLC they are putting out there now. This is what they have created. This is the way their vision, their story, etc., they that they first wanted to go with is going. Right? This is where they're going with it. But you decide, well, that's that's contrary to this or that or anything. I'm gonna get, you know get offended by it well okay that's 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 fine you have a right to be offended but that is not and you have a right to voice your opinion and the internet is full of that 100 mm-hmm. percent but i don't know if it's this the vocal minority that you know the squeaky wheel gets the oil right so where exactly Coop says world we live in always has to build a vocal minority and I don't know I haven't followed up on forums to see how how bad it is right I haven't looked in and see or subreddits and stuff like that see how big the outcry is for this. <clears throat> but then to patch it to have the mm-hmm. developer patch it seems contrary to what their original vision was for this content because people are out are having an outcry about it I don't know mm-hmm. man I <sighs> I don't know, so I'm with I'm with you on that on that that logical train of thought 100% I and I 100 per fucking cent endorse that they kind of went back on their word comma however their word was to provide a solid immersive story right and in the story just like canonical bacon just mentioned and how they explain the continuity of the bloodline and AC with out of sexual orientation resulting in procreation it's to produce a child so regardless of which which one you go with alexios or cassandra you, you're gonna have to have a baby right and this is before fucking infetal fertilization or anything else was going down in the fucking world it, there, there was only one way to make that kind of shit happen well two ways you could either do it like fucking like whatever you know gender kind of like whatever's but you could also go steal a kid. I guess we could have stole a kid in the fucking thing. I guess that would have been a little bit better if I went and fucking stole a child from somebody else in the game instead of having a heterosexual relationship. But there's nothing, <laughs> genetically speaking, where I, you can either produce asexually as far as it goes for humans or with the same sex relationship. 
And that's, that's just fucking biology. I'm not arguing anything else other than fucking biology. So in order to produce a story where I could have a baby in that time period, uh, no, man, I, I need to you, get man. my fuck on. <laughs> I, I, I get it. It's ridiculous. It. Let's catch up with what Canonical Bacon's saying here. He says, Claw, I hear you, man. Kind of sad we have, rev- have to revise fictional history to make it politically correct. Seems like adults would be more accepting of the fact that fictional characters from history might make different life choices than we would. Coop says, wow, I haven't Minecrafted in years. I used to get lost in building worlds for hours. Full loss of time. Coopal says, world we live in, we always appease the vocal minority. We touched on that. Uh, Kanonko also says, and how will they explain continuity of the bloodline in Assassin's Creed without a sexual orientation resulting in procreation? Uh, Kanonko says, adopted children do not carry the same genes, so the stolen child theory is shot because it's not a bloodline. Yep, see, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see, uh, see what I would like to do. I'm like, gonna have to uh, play the fucking DLC. Like I'm just gonna have to skip the story where I'm at. Go well, play the fucking DLC I before wanna, the patch. I want to so see that it side by see. side, like before and after of, of yes. the patch, right? Someone, someone's That's gonna just do gotta that. happen. Yeah. So that way, that way I can see with my own two fucking eyes the big deal. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So that's that. Uh, we'll move on to a less. Uh, that got me warm Heated enough. Topic. I was able to take off my sweatshirt in the fucking saw, sound booth. <laughs> getting, getting heated, man. Ooh. Getting heated. Ridiculous. So, yeah, man. Um, new Xbox news. This coming from WCCF Tech. Next Xbox to feature ray tracing, a one terabyte NVMe SSD storage, and the dev kit is rumored to release after uh, Games Developer Conference 2019. Again, this is strictly rumor. So, what do we have here? Uh, in the past few days, a rumor regarding the next Xbox console, Microsoft plans for the next console generation, started circulating online. Earlier today, a verified Reset Era forums member called HMQQ talked about the rumor, confirming that some of the things revealed in the earlier rumor are true. Among them are ray tracing and storage, as well as some of the revealed specs. Per a Reddit leak, give me a gift, 5,000 thanks, man. Uh, per, per the Reddit leak, the hardware is partially true, uh, okay, so this is a snapshot of the Reddit uh, the Reddit response about the leak. This person is responding. Here's what is about the leak. The hardware is partially true. Storage is true. So one terabyte NVMe SSD. Fast, 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 fast. Data, data, data. Mm-hmm. Ray tracing is true, which is crazy that they're going to incorporate ray tracing somehow um, in a console. Lockhart is not a, is so there's a product called Project Lockhart is not a streaming box. Xbox SOC codename Anubis check AMD's plan. I don't know what that means. MSAI is not part of the hardware. In other words, never heard of a TPU or uh, ASI ASIC like it. Okay, so AI is not part of it. How to implement ray tracing? See Game Developer Conference 2019. Why they make a decision like Lockhart? See, game developer comes nineteen. Why they're still in the dev kit after? <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, so here's the proposed specs. The rumored specs for the next Xbox console, console codenamed Anubis R. Custom eight core, sixteen thread Zen two CPU, GPU, custom AMD Navi at twelve plus teraflops, sixteen gigs of GD, GDDR six memory. The one and one terabyte NVMe SSD at one plus gigs a second, DirectX ray tracing plus Microsoft AI. So those were the rumors. So we won't know, but that's that's a. I mean, 
Does that do anything for you, canonical, for a console? That kind of that kind of horsepower. <clears throat> I'm just wondering what that's going to do to the price point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, we've been we've been flirting real hard with the fucking if if we take. If we take um, VR out of it, we've been flirting really hard with the $1,000 console uh, threshold. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. People are paying $1,000 for an iPhone. Yep. That you carry We're, in your pocket. I mean, I'm, I, it, it yep. wouldn't surprise me. Would I buy a console for $1,000? No, not at that point. I'd build a PC, a hell of a PC for 1000 bucks. So, Kanako Bacon, I still like Bub's theory of future Xbox consoles blending local and processing power with cloud-based streaming power to render great experiences. Although the need for a high bandwidth low latency connection can can be a drawback for some folks in the era era of data caps. Yes, very true. Very true. Yeah, I mean it's a cool it's a cool concept. Um Microsoft has the cloud infrastructure to leverage that. Obviously, it's been discussed on other media outlets before and, and reports on that. So, if anybody can do it, they can <laughs> so um and that we still haven't heard anything i signed up for the beta for it um project x stream as microsoft's cloud streaming platform i mean they have they put a video up about it months ago still haven't heard anything else about it though Kobe says the speed speeds and feeds of the new console sound great but if it does not have ip to back it up i'd rather spend money on a nice pc upgrade yeah yeah, I, I agree with that, man. It's just got to, it's, you need to have those killer, those killer titles that are just going to draw you in to say, this is why you need to come play on our platform because we have this and no one else has that. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. We'll see. But yeah, like, like you said, Claw, pushing a thousand dollar probably. And I think that's why you've heard the rumors that there's, there's going to be two, two versions of this console, yep. like the smaller home base streaming one. Yep. With smaller storage and stuff like that. And then the full blown uh, mega. Full blown outfit. Yep. Console. Uh, <clears throat> and with a heavy heart. A heavy heart. I hate to report this this next thing <laughs> for you. Claw, this, this pains me, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, this is coming from PC Gamer. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 head writer has left CD Projekt Red to join Blizzard. <sighs> to me, that seems like a bad call because Blizzard is Activision and that's just not good. Yes, this comes to us from PC Gamer. I will post the link in the chat. Claw, this is one of your most anticipated titles for you, man. Yep. It, uh, how does this make you feel? Well, it hurts, but at the same time, they just picked up, um, they just picked up Holly B, uh, CD project, Red Just picked up Holly B and they've been picking up other talent that might not be super mainstream and people don't really know, but Holly B is, uh, she did a lot of work with PlayStation access. It was a review channel, uh, for PlayStation exclusive titles. Okay. Um, she's also a streamer on Twitch and, uh, they just picked her up to do a lot of their kind of coordination in the UK with okay. talent there as far as streamers and stuff like that. Posted about it in the Team Pino Discord. But um, she, if they're making moves like that where they're pulling in talent like that, I think that they'll be able to recover from it. 
Um, I think that it's unfortunate that he left, but every, you know, you got to kind of go where, where you feel that you're going to do the most good and, and maybe he'll do the most good over at Bethesda. Uh, cause those guys are telling some pretty broke dick shit over there. So maybe he can go in and class up the joint. I think it's unfortunate that he went there though. He should have gone to THQ Nordic or something. They could have scooped him up too. <laughs> Obsidian entertainment. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Is, is the story, the story's already, already done. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're putting the final, yeah, they're putting the final touches on it graphically to my, and then it'll be coming out. Okay. But it's kind of a a little tweak here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bummer, but I don't think it's going to affect 2077. (laughs) I'm glad that they stuck with it that long. says full disclosure. I work for VZ, but the game streaming thing was news to me. I would love to test it out. Um, that's going back to canonical bacon saying, speaking of cloud-based gaming, did anyone else hear Verizon is working on something? Oh, I need I to ask that. around to see if anyone I know has some insight. And I did, and I don't think it's necessarily something new though. So, I think that they're, they're thinking about revamping out what their approach was in the beginning. So they're beta testing it. There are people out there. I've, and I have, uh, seen this posted that you, I don't know how there's there's an actual website where you could apply to be be a part of this um, this this game streaming type service that Verizon's doing. It's been very hush hush. Like it hasn't really been. I haven't really seen anything about it anywhere. Um, but there are people actively testing it. They give them a as part of the test. They they give them an Nvidia Shield to use. And I don't know if there's any custom software loaded on that or not. Um, that's, that's the big part of it. And they have to, uh, obviously give feedback and things like that as part of it. But I think the idea is for this first go around, they're just trying to, to benchmark more or less speeds quality, mm-hmm. and quality and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that is, that is out there. Uh, I'm trying to remember because I did, I looked it up. It's, um, give me one second. I will find it. You're good. Yeah. I think it was on business insider. Yeah. Um, yeah. Test participants receive an Nvidia shield an Xbox one controller and a Verizon gaming account and will be awarded a $150 Amazon gift card. Once the test is complete, the Verizon Gaming app comes pre-installed on the NVIDIA Shield, which is an Android-based device with access to the Google Play Store. Um, so if you want to look at that, uh, I'm going to post it in chat. Sweet. Full uh, can ask me, Bub, did you get an email or info about your free copy of ACO yet? I haven't, I have not gotten mine from participating in Google's part of stream yet. No, I have not either. And they were supposed to send them, start sending them out after the 15th and I okay. have I have yet to get mine I my understanding is from the one article I read previously on the show hey if you've played at least an hour you're going to get it in your Ubisoft account or through Uplay which I'm hoping to God I do because I want to continue playing that story 
<laughs> if for some reason there was some fine text I didn't see somewhere, I'm going to be for sure pissed. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. DLC patches be damned. I'm going to be for sure pissed. <laughs> so... Is there like a point of contact or something that you? I went to the project stream site and it's just like, thanks for participating. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Captain Vague. So, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully that's that's what's up. Um, I, I would, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the stuff with the Verizon. That's stuff with Cyberpunk. Maybe they'll bring something good to Blizzard, man. With that kind of storytelling, maybe. Maybe. Diablo oh. Four story. Mm. Proper, not a mobile, uh, not a mobile story. Yeah. A full yeah. PC console. Maybe. I don't know. I have to think that through. I have to think that through. Yeah, man. Because CD Projekt Red isn't like it isn't just about cyberpunk. It's Witcher. It's all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Witcher's a big one uh, to throw in there. It's true. I think Kippy did say that. Kippy did saying, he? Oh, new oh, hope for Diablo 4. Is. Yeah, it's there right it there. Is. My yep. bad. There it is. Sorry, Kippy. Diablo Witcher. That could be pretty yep. fucking sick. Yep, yep, yep. A Diablo Witcher. Yeah, there you go. That'd be dope. <laughs> that would be dope, dope, dope. Um, and our last one that we're going to discuss because it's it's the hotness right now. Friday's hotness. The Anthem VIP demo is out. People are playing it. It is burr, burr, burr. flooding the streams on multiple And crashing platforms. the servers. <laughs> and that's Sorry. what's going on. Yeah, it's a <laughs> typical, you know, beta test fashion with a lot of these big AAA developers. I don't know if they... Uh, they don't, you know, there's not really a way for them to scale that largely load balance wise and proper test for it. Um, it is called a demo for a reason, I guess. Um, I agree, but I also, at the same time, aren't you kind of, in, aren't they in control of how many of the keys they give out? That's what I was thinking too. Like you should know, like oh, you're given like you pre-order and you get two friend keys, right? In, in addition to yours, so yeah. that's three. So, that's three per pre-order. Say, okay, yeah. you have three million. You have a million pre-orders. That's three million potential people. Let's. Yeah. yeah, maybe we won't do free releases on the fucking deal. Like, I mean, it's just. It's a math game at that point, in my opinion. Nautical. Did you pre-order yet? They're giving away canvas and javelin <laughs> backpacks. Oh, wait. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what they're saying here, uh, th this comes from Game Informer. Bioware on updating on updating Anthem, listening to feedback, and cross-play. So I'm going to try to pick through this here real, uh, real quick. I, I, this is one of the ones I actually did pre-read. Oh, I just got to find the, the spots. Um... Uh, where is it? Is the content going to scale to different group sizes? Is the idea that you'll be able to have a group of four do anything in the game? For the launch game? Yeah, definitely. This is like an interview. So this is the kind of the person from Game of Warmer asking uh, Mike Gamble, uh, the, uh, the dude. The dude for Anthem. Um, 
uh, lead producer. That's that's what his title is. Uh, what else? In terms of adding content in the post game, how much of that is going to be free versus paid? We're definitely letting players extend their time with the game by adding free stuff. Absolutely, definitely. In terms of adding things in the future, we haven't really planned that. We don't know. Honestly, it's like maybe a new javelin will come out, or maybe an entirely new class that changes everything will come out. We don't know yet. But the idea is story updates, changing the world in ways we have control over. So changing enemy types, adding new enemy types, things like that. We want all that to be kind of the free, ongoing, live service stuff. Adding more weapons, adding more gear, and adding cosmetics. More cosmetics with the hope with the hope that to support that on the live service, people are buying cosmetics. That was kind of a convoluted sentence. Yeah, um, I was about to say that's probably one of the worst sentences that's, ever. That's not, my, that's not my English. That's how it was written. Yeah, no, I'm not judging. <laughs> um do you have plans to add things with different player accounts? We look at everything on being super generic for a reason. We're not taking anything off the table. We're balancing the game right now and the other game stuff and the main game stuff for four players. What happens after that? We don't know. Um, okay. That sounds dangerously close to forced co-op. Eh, kind of. You can People can pop in out. We gotta see some of the interactions you can have with people in Fort Tarsus. How much do the choices you make in those conversations change your relationships with those characters? Reply is, usually what will happen, and I don't want to spoil the story aspect of it too much, we have a faction reputation system in the game. Basically, you can earn a reputation for the Arcanists, the Freelancers, or for the Sentinels. The choices that you make in these conversations favor some of those factions, and some give you points for other factions. So even if you're talking to the, the Arcanists, if you're talking to Matthias... And you tell them something that is anti-Arcanist or negative to the Arcanist, then it will up your reputation with the freelancers. Okay. Uh, you manage those reputation pools, and of course, doing missions and free play and other things also. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I'm skipping ahead here. Faction uh, specific missions. Let's see, where was it? Um, ah, one of the most requested features for games like this is crossplay. Where do you sit on? Where do you all sit on that? We're in the pro column. We want to do it. It's just not going to be there for launch. We're going to look into it a lot more. We've already been looking into it quite a bit. We'll have more news on that later. But in terms of how does the Anthem development team feel about it, we want you to play with friends. That's the thing about Anthem. If your friend happens to own an Xbox and you happen to own a PlayStation. We still want you to play with your friends, so that's what we're going for. Do you see PC being able to interact with that at all? Oh yeah, PC interacting with consoles, same thing. Would there be any potential for cross-save carrying your characters around consoles and PC? That's actually, any response is kind of neat. That's actually easier than cross-play. The way it all works out is that there's a local save file, but that's not really where everything is stored. Everything stored is on your account. Allowing you to access that stuff on another platform is actually easier to solve, cool. but still not for launch. Well, some some potential here. Um, any other good tidbits here? The PvP. That was the one I was looking for. Was the crossplay and cross progression stuff. So, yeah. Hopefully, crossplay will come. Cross progression will come. Be good stuff. Uh, let's, let's catch up on chat here. 
<laughs> Coop said he's holding off for the jacket for the jacket edition of the uh, of the Cam's Javelin backpack. Uh, let's see, Can Uncle Bacon says, speaking of Bioware, I saw an article this week. They've been pitching a rework of Knights of the Old Republic, but kept getting shut down by EA. Den of Geek from Den of Geek. I want to say, don't yawn, don't yawn, Disclaimer. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Like I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long week. Oh yeah, he, he posted some links about the the Codor uh, reboot failing. Yeah, he was like, "Ooh, yeah, but no, but yeah, no time time for Anthem anytime soon." Kibi says, "Kingdom Hearts in DOA first uh, coffee." Kanagabe says, "And what if you have no friends? Seriously, do you get forced into friendships to progress through the game?" So here's here's what I'm thinking, and I read a previous article about this. Everything in Anthem can be completed single player solo however the best experiences in the game come from co-op because you can tackle um like higher level enemies and therefore potentially better gear drops from that so that's my understanding of that and i'm wondering if it's going to be kind of a pop and pop out system like uh like warframe utilizes right if you're if you have your game session open in public people just pop in pop out keep going so anthem i plan on playing the demo after this podcast <laughs> just so and i think that, that sounds awesome i think that that sounds amazing and i really hope it's good i really hope that it isn't a uh, a situation like destiny where if i'm gonna do a fucking raid i have to have people with me yeah. um I despise that shit. I hate forced co-op. Um, if I want to roll solo, like I want to be able to do that. Um, yeah. So like forced friends, like I, I completely 100% understand canonical. Like I, I'm not a fan of it. If I want to play with somebody, like I will do that. <laughs> if I don't, I don't want to <laughs> at all. Totally. How can you play the demo without pre-ordering? So it's publicly available. So when people pre-ordered, they gave them multiple demo keys. So um, I had a buddy that did like three pre-orders. Who you know, Canonical Bacon, I believe. Um, and he asked if I wanted one of them for you know one of the one of the demo keys, and I said, of course. Um, and he sent me a thing, and I said, okay. It's like a custom. It's like a special link they get in their email or something like that. They send you and you click on it and sign up for it. Kibi says, like how I soloed the division. <laughs> Who needs friends? Kibi yeah, says, same, man. I had like to do that to play Destiny. Yeah. Also reason I stopped playing it. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the Anthem stuff I'll be playing a little bit later. I think Coop's going to be hopping on too, possibly. Um, but we also have a question that came in. Oh, we have a question. Just just came in not too long ago. Oh it's, shit! And it's actually from our 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 one of our lovely folks in chat, Canonical Bacon. Uh, Coop says, "Division two. I hope I make friends to play." Fuck! Was this in was this in the notes? <laughs> no, this was not. Up? This is not in the okay. notes. This just like literally, literally just came through. I just got an email notification on the forum. Um, so. Uh, Kanaka Bacon writes in, so if you wanted to bring your kids to get first-hand experience with video gaming history, what are the essential titles 
The Rite of Passage games you would prescribe for each major console and platform from Atari 2600 to present. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kogbe says, ah, someone likes you. Not surprising, Bub. You're a swell guy. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that, Canonical. Um, I don't... Atari 2600, I don't have a lot of experience with. I kind of... I came in at 8-bit Nintendo in my gaming history. So, um, I, you know, Pong, everybody can say Pong, right? That's a classic, right, Atari game, because that's, that's the ground floor. Oh, Kanako, we're answering it. We'll give you a couple. Yeah, we'll give you a couple. We, we can always continue the conversation on another show, too. It's, it's happening. So, um, I don't know. I don't have too much experience with Atari uh, 2600. Do you, DS Claw? A uh, little bit, but I would go with, um, I guess as far as the core things that I would try to do, uh, at least try to convey to my kids. And this is actually, this is currently a topic in my house, uh, cause we're thinking about getting the classic kind of like re-releases of the Nintendo PlayStation, all that shit. And we're really having to figure out which titles we're going to do that with one for the ones that are like, what can our kids intellectually grasp right now and actually get into and two mechanics wise, like what can they, what can they really do in the game? And, um, if we were going to go all the way back to Atari, I'd probably say asteroids because asteroids was a very easy geometry game. Um, dealing with like different just angles of shit, but it was also where we really came into something revolutionary where you could actually go through one side of the screen to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, we later saw that in Pac-Man and some other titles like that. I think Millipede and Galaga also need to be in there because those are just, those are still pop culture references that are applicable today. And um, the big one is Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Because I think yep. that, that that was the first Cuphead where like you had X amount of lives and you got your fucking ass kicked in that game. There was no save. There was like if you died, you had to go all the way back up there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Contra and then uh, Legend of Zelda and uh, Zelda 64. I've done all the Halos with my kids with the exception of five, I believe. Mm-hmm. And... I have to wait for them to get a little bit older to do like horror games and shit with them and some that are a little bit more explicit. Okay. But that's kind of where they're at in life right now. That's what I would run. Cool. So ET was train wreck. I have a two year old, so we're not, we're not there yet to get her involved in gaming, but when that time comes, there are some essentials in, in my book that I'm going to have to introduce her to. Some of you already said claw super Mario without a doubt. Legend of Zelda, without a doubt. Um, but going to the eight, with eight bit Nintendo, and I'm not really a sports games sports game guy, but there is a game on eight bit Nintendo called uh, Bad News Baseball. Fantastic, fun baseball game. Um, that there's something about it is just fun. Tecmo Bowl, if you want to do <laughs> the original Tecmo Bowl football. And again, I'm not really a sports sports guy. And so if we're doing the sports thing, double dribble is the <laughs> basketball. So you got you got basketball, football, and um what was the first one I said baseball. There we go. So mm-hmm. uh but then if you want to do some more action stuff, I agree with Contra. Contra's a great one. 
Um, there was it for was it for Nintendo? Oh man, let me look. I think it's it was a space shooter, like a side-scrolling space shooter. Was it? Uh, I don't want to speak out of time. I think it was called Gradius. Um, Gradius, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Our type was Turbo Graphics 16. Yep. But that one was fucking phenomenal. Yep. Um, yep. So Gradius is a great space shooter. Again, simple, simple, simple controls. Um, obviously, it's on the 8-bit antenna, so it's just D-pad and A and B. So um, that's mm-hmm. always good. Uh, there was Sega. I mean, if you're doing Sega, Sonic games are always great. One of my favorite Sonic games was mm-hmm. the pinball game called Sonic Spinball, which was mm-hmm. fantastic. I loved it. There's another game <laughs> that there's another game that I spent tons of time trying to beat called Kid Chameleon. Um, yep. For the Genesis, so that's another one I loved. Um, you go around. It's kind of a platformer, you know, kind of a kind of thing where you get these mm-hmm. little different helmets that give you different characters that you morph into that have different abilities. Um, so moving on to Altered Super- Beast was a sick ass oh, one. Oh, so Altered Beast was another good one. Yeah. yeah Bonk. Yeah. Bonk's Adventures was really cool. Turbo Graphics that was really good. Yeah. So going to Super Nintendo, we got we got to do Mario Kart and F Zero for the racing type stuff. F Zero uh, was fantastic for a racing game. I loved F Zero, man. Um, but then again, going back to sorry, jumping back to Nintendo, uh, Coop to Jam and Earl, another great one for Sega. Absolutely, yep. they're doing a new one. What? This, yeah, 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 yeah. So excited. Um, Mario Party, that's also a good one. Uh, for Nintendo 64, I didn't do much Nintendo 64. I, I loved Donkey Kong Country when it came out, when I had it. Uh, for that, Goldeneye, you know, they get to a certain <laughs> age. That's a classic Slaps. one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. Um, what else? After 64, there was GameCube, which uh, obviously Smash Bros. I mean, yep. GameCube was great. I didn't do much GameCube. I uh, didn't have one. I didn't do a lot long. of GameCube. Uh, PS1. Uh, we got to get Sony style, Sony stuff. So PS1, there's a game Final called... Final Fantasy 7? Final um, Fantasy 7. There's a game, Twisted Metal. There we go. Oh, That's God, right. I love Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. So good. Oh. Um, so th- to me, those are two like essentials. There's also, if you want to yep. get into like a puzzle solver, like horror puzzle solver, there's a game called D that was, uh, part that was on PS one. It was four discs at the time that I put, I beat that game. And it was one of the first games I remember having that you could, your playthrough had multiple endings. And this is, this is a long time talked ago. About that I, I probably have. I, I loved that game. I have fond memories of playing that game, man. Um, so then PS2, I, I kind of missed the PS2 era <laughs> of stuff. I didn't really, I didn't own a PS2, so I was OG Xbox. So OG Xbox, Halo series, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox when it was re- the first one, when it was released on the Xbox, like the new <laughs> version of it, man. I remember that was so good. It was just a lot of fun. It was difficult, but it was fun. PS2 old Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, I mean, there's the list could go on and on. Yeah. I mean, it really could. Uh, canonical. So hopefully, you know, you'll you'll have this in audio format to, to reference and you can kind of parse a list together. And um, yeah, it's all it's all good. It's all good, man. Thanks for the everybody in chat. Coop, Kippy, everybody throwing throwing down some some titles in there as well. It's been awesome. Um, 
but yeah, we are going to plan. Canal Fresh Takes Essentials list updated <laughs> for every platform generation console. Yeah, we can start putting something like that together. Ooh, Neo Geo. Oh, God. Ooh. Samurai Showdown. That fucking game was so good. Oh, it's so on good. It's on fucking uh, I got it. Game Pass, bro. Yep, I got it. Yep. You know it. So good. So good. Um, speaking of Game Pass. My brother used to choke me out with a controller cord anytime we played that. <laughs> so good. That's awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of Game Pass uh, and games on Xbox, we need to set a date. I'll talk mm. to you offline about our Brawlhalla battle with viewers or followers. We'll, we'll set it to either viewers or followers. Probably followers. Um, that you'll be able to join in our Xbox lobby to play Brawlhalla with us when we uh, set that up. So, oh yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that. We got set a date for that. Get a lot squared away, but that's what's going to be coming up uh, next. As far as the PC event, I'm actually going to try to reach out to to the uh, studio or the Brawlhalla Twitter account and say, hey, we're doing a play, you know, a play a play event for our for our podcast with uh, featuring Brawlhalla. Do you want to swing two uh, full unlock codes our way for Xbox? <laughs> Worst they could say is no. And there mm-hmm. we have it. So. I'm getting stomped. Never played Brawlhalla before. I did download it oh, on Steam. It's on Steam? I don't know it was on Steam. I think so. Okay. Is it cross-plat? I don't know. Then I don't that. know either. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, so we'll have to set a date. Be on the lookout for that. Also, if you want to support us, you can uh, hit up our player.me link, uh, which is player.me slash fresh takes gaming pound sign tip. If you would like to further the cause here, we're looking at getting some uh, some stickers with a little bit of the uh, the donations we got so far. Stick Stickers ain't cheap. They're not as cheap as I remember them getting. That's, I guess print, <laughs> printing prices have gone up. Got to um, look at Etsy, dude. <laughs> something something but uh yeah or if you want to get some fresh takes uh merch you can go to our merch room uh merchroom.com slash fresh takes gaming again we see a little little kickback from that as well to help further the uh the quality and con of the content and uh different events and stuff we can get out to you guys so um once again i am bub drum you can follow me on mixer at bub drum on twitter at bub drum xbox bub drum steam bub drum ea origin bub drum because i got the anthem demo and uh yeah that's it and claw let everybody know where they can find you man at the ds claw here on mixer at the ds claw on twitter um those are the two big places where i'm most active at i'm currently gearing up to do youtube at the ds claw and if you're seeing a trend it's pretty much the ds claw all one word no spaces the ds claw and i am most likely there so come hang out all right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us for tonight. We want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. And, um, again, if you missed any parts, the audio will be up on uh, podcast platforms everywhere on Monday, first thing Monday morning. So until next time, next Friday, 9 p.m., this is Fresh Takes Game. We will see you next time. <laughs>